Hey, it's Arrow. Inside the HighEndPottery.com studio, H-I-Hyphen-InPottery.com. It's time to elevate your personal experience. All high-end products are one-of-a-kind functional art pieces. Man, they're legalizing it, so it's time for you to personalize it. H-I-Hyphen-InPottery.com. We are unplugged and totally uncut with the always funny Phil Rosenthal. It's very nice to talk to you. How's it there? Oh, man, it's 35 degrees in the in the south. Everything's still kind of green down here yet. I mean, the, the colors haven't changed that much up in the trees, but it's beautiful down here. Wow. I love it. Love it. That's you great. being a man that travels all over the world, you understand what, what it looks like when it comes to beauty because, I mean, my God, you have seen some stuff, dude. I'm the luckiest guy you're going to talk to today. I promise you that. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Did you have breakfast yet? Because you're always, every time I watch that show, you're always eating something. Yeah, you know how uh, you know how they make a dog food commercial. They they don't feed the dog until the commercial, and that's me. When people ask me how do you do it, that's how I do it. I don't eat until we film, and you're seeing a week's worth of shooting condensed into less than an hour. So when you see a scene, every single scene, that's usually all I ate that day. When you put it together, it looks like I'm eating nonstop, but that's that each scene is another day practically. The show we're talking about is Somebody Feed Phil. The the brand new or the first episode of the brand new season, you're in Rio. My neighbor is from Rio. We were in the man cave yesterday watching this show and and you know, as as much as we love the food, the, what you put in those pictures, the countryside and everything like that is just dynamic. Well, it, I mean, the food is spectacular, but that scenery, that is one of the most beautifully set places on the earth. You can't believe it until you're at the top of that Sugarloaf Mountain, which you take a beautiful cable car ride up to the top. And then we were there at sunset. You'll see in the show. It's probably the most spectacular scenery I've ever seen in the world. You know what I love about the show? It, your, your facial expressions. You're so warm when people come up to you. But when you're, when you're tasting the food, it's like, oh, my God, why am I not there with him? <laughs> I, uh, there's no acting going on. Those are my genuine reactions. Again, I feel... So much gratitude. I feel so lucky just to be alive in these moments. I just uh, I can't help it. Can't help it. Plus, I'm 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 so happy to be eating. I love it so much. <laughs> The show we're talking about is Somebody Feed Phil. I like the way that you get to know who your guests are and you want to know about their lives and everything like that. Have you ever thought about doing talk shows or anything like that of your own where you, where you really get in there and ask the real questions? Sure, uh, but I think... This is a good way to do it. I love it over food. I feel like food is this great connector, right? And then for me, laughs are the cement. So I like being able to talk over food. It's very relatable because we all eat. You know, there was a scene in last season's episode in, in Korea with, with a woman who had escaped from North Korea, and she opened up. That was kind of the most serious interview, if you want to call it that, over food. But the food was directly related to her experience. I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it, but it was powerful. And it was because of the food. Now, because you taste so many new and unique different styles of fruits and foods and stuff like that, have you tried this new cotton candy grapes that's just going crazy down here in the South? I have. I have. They're interesting. They're very sweet. You know, I don't know if I, do they taste like cotton candy to you? Yeah, yeah. It's got that, well, I, I think it's because I've convinced myself that it tastes like cotton candy. Yeah, it's very interesting how a name or 
somebody tells you before you have a sip of wine, you're going to have notes of apricot before you drink it, and then it's in your head, and then you do taste notes of apricot, right? <laughs> in, in a way, on this show, do you not think that you are retraining the families to get together and enjoy food and conversation? Because I just love how you will sit down, like like the gentleman that was in the restaurant where the little boy comes in, and, he's, and he just wants to sample that, that special little treat. There's such a relationship in that scene. Which one, in Rio? Yeah, when you're in Rio, and, and the little boy comes in and sits on his mom's lap, and, and, and you're, you've got that little chocolate tart. Yes, I love that. Are you kidding? And by the way, not planned at all. The kid was there. He wanted his mom, who was sitting next to me. His dad was behind the counter serving us. Wanted to be part of it. So come on. It was great. People need to know that you are actively involved in the community, and one of those things is somebody feed the people. The, the foundation itself is very active right now, and you are a driving force behind this. Oh, thanks. Uh, I think it's a crime that our citizens, or fellow citizens, some of us have to wait in lines up to 12 hours to exercise their right to vote. That seems criminal to me. So we're just doing this small act of kindness where we're, we're giving money to World Central Kitchen and something called pizza to the polls. And we're, we're feeding the people who are stuck online. Uh, that's all. It's, it's, it, we, 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 can't, we can't say, if you come, we will feed you if you vote, right? We're not saying that. We're saying, if you're out there voting anyway, we're going to try to get food to you. Speaking of those lines, because of COVID, a lot of us lost a lot of our jobs and stuff like that. So I took on a job at the grocery store t- right there at that cash register. I would love to do a show with you where these people, the old Italians come in there with their family recipes. We cook right there as they, as they bring their food across that, that little beeper. Oh, hilarious. That's great. And, and, and what people are doing, I, I swear they're inspired by shows just like yours, Phil. Somebody feed Phil. And the reason why is because you're not afraid to explore. Uh, you know, I, I'm, the way I sold this show was I, I said, I'm exactly like Anthony Bourdain if he was afraid of everything. And, and I'm not very adventurous by nature, but the show has kind of put me in a position to be adventurous. And the more I step out of my little comfort zone of wanting to be comfortable all the time, uh, I find that's where the magic in life happens. So the show is only trying to get my fellow couch potatoes off the couch to just explore a little bit, just to, you can travel safely in your own town. Even now, you can go to an ethnic restaurant, sit outside, or order in even, and just try something new. And I find that the tasting of things is its own reward. It's like traveling. And you are so huge on making sure that people in this country, as well as other countries, we need to save our restaurants. We need to keep those doors open. Yes, it's the second largest employer of people in the United States after the U.S. government. And uh, listen, the way things are going, I'd rather have restaurants. I... I (laughs) I don't want to live in a world without restaurants. It's where our social life is, right? It's where if you and I were going to meet, we'd meet over lunch or or a drink or a coffee. We want these places to stay open, and they're not going to exist if we don't bail them out. I'm I'm 100% 
for a bailout of the restaurants. They deserve it just as much as the airlines or the cruise ships, maybe more. And I love how authentic it's becoming in the world and the way that people are sharing their family recipes. There's over on, on, on one of the streets here in Charlotte, uh, in the back of a Korean grocery store is a Korean restaurant. I mean, you get the real stuff in that place. Isn't that awesome? And it's a mom and pop place. Yep, yep. And it, it's invaluable to the community because it's a, it's a, a way of not just opening uh, your mouth, it opens your mind. So when you're going to release that cookbook, you are with a lot of people who have, have some dynamic ways to bring food forward. You need a cookbook. It's coming. Yeah? Yeah. It's going to be a companion book to the show. It's going to have uh, stories, behind-the-scenes photos, and it's going to have your favorite recipes from the series. I, I just love the way that, that you're always so happy. When you were sitting inside that restaurant and all the people were coming up to give you the hugs and you were sampling all the desserts and stuff like that, who did you feel like in that moment? You were, it, it, you were bigger than a king. What, what, what was going through your mind? Uh, look at my ridiculously <laughs> lucky life. That's what was going on in my mind. Look how lucky I am. Look how much fun this is. Yeah. Look how you can spread joy by just sharing a pastry with someone, right? Just saying, hey, would you like one of these cookies? And people say, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, if you're with the right people uh, and, and uh, COVID isn't happening, yeah. you get a hug or a kiss. Very nice. <laughs> you know, vicariously, during these times of uncertainty, your show, Somebody Feed Phil, is making people happy. I hope you know that inside your heart. I can't tell you how beautiful it is to hear from people on my social media, my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm so uh, delighted. I can't even keep up now because the show just dropped on Friday. So I'm getting like tremendous response. I couldn't make me happier. It's why we do what we do is because we want to turn people on to stuff we like, right? It's why you do what you do, I would imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like the stuff we like. And so when it connects, there's no greater feeling in the world. Phil, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Bless you. I love being here. Thank you. And thank you to all the listeners. You be brilliant today, okay, sir? Thank you.